Welcome to the Livecast Construction Experience Podcast. I'm Kieran Brennan, co-founder of Livecast.com. Finally, the construction sector has entered its digital transformation, meaning the way we operate our projects and businesses day to day is being disrupted. This podcast is designed to help you in all areas of your business. We do this by bringing in experts across all key areas of a construction business who share their stories, their challenges, wins and losses so others can learn from their experiences. To watch previous episodes, please visit livecost.com or search livecost.com across all popular social platforms. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Live Cost Construction Experience. We've been heavy on COVID-related content the last few weeks, which has gone down well, actually, in trying to help lads out and give them as much content uh, around getting back to work, which is all happening on Monday. We all know that. But we needed to change it up a little bit. So delighted this week to bring in Ireland's favourite online funny man, best-selling author and the CIS Ambassador for Safety of 2019 and, of course, this year. What's the story, Rory? Stories, Rory. Kind of, how are you? How are you getting on, Karen? You well? Oh, I am indeed. Listen, we have to kick these off with the usual. How are you coping through all of this? How are you getting on? Uh, are you are you coping? Are you struggling? How, how how's that being for you? How's the yeah, whole situation um, being for you? I suppose. Yeah, I suppose good and bad days is sure everyone can relate to. You know, some days you know you feel all right, and yeah, I find routine is when you have a good day. Like you get up. For me, like it's difficult because we're actually living with my parents, myself, my wife and our two kids because we were one of the people like Manny that had to just move in for the, we hoped six months to just get together with the, the I suppose, the, the deposit on the house and, and get a mortgage. And as, as you know, we couldn't have picked the worst uh, time to, to be living at home because of the pandemic, you know. So it's nice and cosy in the house. So I tried to get up. I got up with him earlier. So I have a little girl who's, She's seven and a half, so she's grand. Like, and then a little lad, Zach, who's one and a half, so he's obviously a headbanger. So we, I, I get up with him early in the morning and breakfast, and then I tend to try work out at least five mornings a week just to kind of get my head right yeah, and yeah. get 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 a bit of uh, go with me. And then just after that, like I'm busy, obviously making a lot of videos. So I, I've tried, I've set myself a target to to try and make a video a day for the whole lockdown, and. I pretty much succeeded on that. I took a couple of days off there a fortnight ago just to kind of clear the head. But all in all, I've been I've been at it every day. So one, it's good because making people laugh is obviously helpful these days. But also for my own head, just to keep myself thinking of ideas and filming and stuff like that. Um, and then after that, just the usual fucking listen to the numbers on the news and, yeah. and worry about worry about what's going to happen in the future, and then go to bed and then repeat the next day. Yeah, it was it was it was only the first couple of weeks. It was very much like that here as well. So I'm I'm operating. You can't really see it, but I'm operating here from the kitchen table, like which is a bit mad, uh, to be honest. In the first few weeks, it was stop, stick on the news, see what's going on. One o'clock, nine o'clock, and then just had to put that to one side and say, no, that's yeah. fucking you know, it's wasting wasting time, but. I could hear, always hear my wife in there crying, laughing at, at these sketches, your sketches, um, which have been brilliant for not just in this house. We are crying, we cry laughing at them, but every fucking house needs something of a lift of the day. So everyone appreciated. I first came across these sketches. I was in Australia. I spent a fair few years out in Australia, and when you're living abroad, you're itching for Irish crack. You're always looking for that bit of Irish crack. And I suppose when when I was thinking about GA sketches. What came to my mind at the time was I don't know if you remember remember the Pat Short uh, 
done it his case on the whole and you know all about it when you're yeah, in your yeah. 14s remember that one that brilliant when that when you came across with that the GAA sketches and of course thinking about me living in Australia is you're itching for this bit of crack it was a breath of fresh air me and the lads would be crying laughing sharing them around where did this come from where did the idea for online videos and especially GAA focus videos where did all that start where did you get this idea from yeah well I suppose um, it's it's a long enough story really um, uh, I started making um, blogs we'll say where you write up a funny story in 2013 um, because if truth be told um, I, I was struggling with a, a gambling addiction myself and I, I asked for a bit of help like I hit a bit of a rock bottom and I asked for help and I met with a fella called uh, Jerry Cooney from uh, the Rutland Centre and he he basically said that you need to transfer your energy from what he described, the negative to the positive platform. So, like, the positive platform is obviously where very successful people live. Like, I'm currently looking at Michael Jordan's uh, program on Netflix, which I'm sure a lot of people are, and he's the definition of positive platform. He just, he's so driven to win. And, you know, the platform was like, probably gambling as well, but it sounds like Michael Jordan was into the gambling. So, I knew what he meant, and I went off saying, I've often wanted to get into acting and comedy, and it's obviously a difficult thing to get into, especially in Ireland, like, you know, because grudgery is at a high level in this country and we like to knock each other at times. So so I just started baby steps. I started writing blogs in 2013 about myself, sharing them on Facebook, getting a few GA players like the likes of Joe Sheridan from Mead and Philly McMahon Dublin, Dean Rock Dublin, all these type of lads I would have known anyway, and they were tweeting and got a bit of reaction then. In 2014, I set up Rory Story's Facebook page, and the first sketch I done was a GA manager coming into a change room and lifting the lads over before a county final. Like, and as I said, I shared that that evening, and the next day, like the likes of the balls that Ian Jordy e were sharing it, going this guy sketch from whatever Rory O'Connor or whatever, and then the penny just dropped that the GA was was wide open. Like, I didn't really have any set in mind to do GA content; it just happened to happen, and. Then I just went hammering tongs down in the summer 2014, making sketches on various characters, the dirty cornerback, the forward, the mad mother, the referee, the lion's man, booking the whole shebang. And I suppose before I realised I had 100,000 followers on Facebook, but more importantly, before I realised that I was on the, the positive platform and I was working hard at content and I'd, I'd stopped gambling completely. Um. And then I suppose, like, you can really just say the rest is history. I just kept going, kept going. Like, that was that was six years ago now. Like, and I just keep, I left my, my job in 2016 um, because I just felt that I, I was on to a winner. Like, how, um, I mean, how, how did that go down as well? You, I mean, you're in a similar situation to myself, actually. You've got young kids. And, I mean, how, how did it go down when you say, I'm, I'm going to pack this job in, I'm going to start making these videos, there's, there's money to be yeah, made well, out of here. I mean, I'm sure um, you got some resistance at that stage. Yeah, like, like I suppose the, I got a small, I worked in CPL recruitment, so I got a small redundancy off them. By small, I mean, I think it was maybe about two months wages, like, which obviously it's eight weeks so I said right I've eight weeks like with this and I had a few GA clubs lined up to do a bit of comedy for them Um listen it was the definition of jumping in the deep end like there is no two ways about and even my dad like would have been like I don't think Rory should leave that job and we only had Ella Ella was only one at the time uh, maybe one and a half we were renting a house but my wife was very supportive because <clears throat> you know she does know me and she knows that if I do put my heart into something you know I, I, I won't give up like and I've always kind of had that go on me like so um 
Yeah, so I just like it was very taunting. Like there was there was days like even now, like obviously pandemic doesn't help where you're where you're questioning what about the future, what's going to happen. But like a great advice I got is is by I heard from Jim Carrey is 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 you know try not worry about the pathway to the future because at all that will ever be is here and now. Like and I stick by that. So instead of me saying Rory, what about in two years time? Just say fucking six weeks. Yeah, six weeks. So. In other words, so as long as I have work for six weeks where I'm going to be able to pay the bills, and I said to Emma, what do we need? She says, right, we need about 22 grand a year to survive. So I said, right, I have to earn that. And then I just I just went hammer and tongs, and little things started to happen. Um, a little bit of luck, I suppose, and I got an RTE in 2016 with Republic of Italy. That gave me a bit more exposure. Then I got an agent, uh, Dave there, that you spoke to him, or Robin and Outset. He came on as manager, and he kind of... I would say he dusted me down. Like, you know, I, I think I needed, I was raw, like, so I needed mm-hmm. someone professional. Like, Dave's a very educated fella. He studied well, he, you know, he knows what he's on about. And I just needed that guidance. Like, I I had all the material in my head, but I just needed a bit of, I needed someone to say no for me, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. Um, do, you remember, do, you, do you remember the first one when you sat back and said, fucking strap in here, this is getting serious? Like, was, was, was there one that comes to mind where you thought, we're, we're on here? Uh, not really. You know, to be honest with you, Karen, like a good few of them went really well. In in like so, what we done was myself and Paddy, big Paddy that would have played the Cecil fella. Him, he was my main kind of right hand man. Then with a few others, and we just went down to the local Dunham or Ashford pitch on a Saturday morning. We'd film three sketches and I post them down Wednesday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. And re- then repeat that, and like I remember, like for the I'd say for. About six weeks, I was waking up every morning with an extra thousand followers. Like it was just snowballing, and I had mates going, "Oh my god, uh, my mate who lives in Donegal shared your video, and all." We thought this was gas, and um, I remember one day training with Brian Menton when we club. He's actually currently captain of the Mead senior team, and he was like, "Well, Raw, how many followers have you now?" And I was like, "I just hit the two thousand mark." And he's like, "It's fair play, that's great going, and keep it up." And now there's fucking half a million there, you know. So. Yeah. Um, just yeah, just persistence and a bit of belief, I suppose. Wait, I suppose with with that ha- half a million following comes some negativity. There was one piece of a, I suppose, controversial sketch, wasn't there? One you put out there with with Enya uh, Martin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that must have been a bit of a shock to you because no harm intended, but there obviously some people took t- took that up the wrong way. Didn't see the crack in it. Um, I suppose was there. How how did you do that? Was that the force sort of negativity that came towards it, or force bit of controversy um, that came to it? Yeah, well, I'm glad you kind of brought it up because it 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 was a huge part of my career. I would say because I gotten plenty of comments like you know you're not funny, give it up, all this kind of stuff. That that comes with with yeah. with with, with comedy. Comedy is subjective. I understand that. And um, the stuff I don't find funny, and and vice versa, and that's fucking hundred percent. You know, but. I suppose the thing with the video Enya was it just it just triggered a lot of I suppose like strong feminists like would have obviously been against it and 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 just found it as very old school Ireland like man woman domestic violence and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I suppose um, th- th- there's a good story behind that actually. So me and Enya made the video. My mom actually recorded it, who would be a very down the middle woman like you know wouldn't wouldn't be any way if it was any controversial to tell me and she found it funny and I put it online 
and I usually check after a half an hour and you'd have a kind of figure if it's going well or it's not. And this particular one was going well, like, you know. So the, the next uh, the next day, myself and my, my uh, family were going to La Hinch for a few days away and we went down anyway. And long story short, we said we'd go to the Cliffs of Moher for the day. And I said I'd leave my phone at home because sometimes, as you know, it's nice to get away from yeah. from social media and just enjoy the moment. So we did and we had a great day in Cliffs of Moher and we came back. And I remember taking the phone out, out of the, out of the uh, press or whatever, and I looked at it, and I had, like, maybe two missed calls off Andy, a missed call off Dave, uh, a couple of messages, all this. I said, what the fuck? So I rang Andy, it's like, what? what? It's because, Rory, where were you? I was like, oh, I was there, why? He goes, have you not seen Twitter? And I was like, no, why? He goes, I'll just check Twitter and ring me back. <clears throat> so I logged on to Twitter, and oh my God, the only way I can describe it to you is just like, what the fuck? You know, it was <clears throat> like you, like I would I would be used to having plenty of notifications, especially during matches where I'd be tweeting a lot or whatever, and that's fine. But this was madness. Like it was like go into mentions, and it was like at Rory Stories is a disgrace. At Rory Stories is a domestic violent advocate. At Rory Stories, oh, it was just it was it was just like wow. So it was the first time I'd experienced real trolls, like, and I mean like serious serious shit, like and. I won't lie, it was very difficult. Uh, I struggled myself with it. Um, Emma was like, ignored him. I rang Dave. He said, listen, storm the teacup. It'll all blow over. I wasn't used to that. Like, it was... Yeah. I've had plenty of negativity, but not to this. And, like, what really sickened me, Kieran, and, and this is it. I wrote about this very well in my, in my new book, is that people who have never liked Rory stories from the get-go all came from under the woodwork and kicked me and I was down. Yeah. So you'd have these familiar names on Twitter that always hate me jumping on the bandwagon. Oh, yeah, I always said he was this, that, and the other. And that, that really annoyed me. But I kept my mouth shut, and even though I was dying to go on the phone and, and, and give my reasons, saying, you know, fuck off, snowflakes, whatever, <laughs> I just didn't. Uh, but I struggled. Um, and, and, and the true story is I lied awake all that night and I remember Ella got, went to the toilet about five o'clock in the morning, half five, and I, I said, right, I need to do something. So I I generally always turn to exercise when I'm in bad form. I just get that mm -hmm. endorphin release. You can either turn to alcohol or exercise. Everyone knows that, and we all know which the right one is to turn to. Yeah. So I put on my runners, and I went down to La Hinge Beach at half five in the morning. Now, I mean, it was lashing rain. And I ran up and down the beach for about 45 minutes to an hour in, and started roaring at the sky saying, you'll never, you won't get the better of me. Like I was, I kind of lost my mind. Like, yeah. And I came back and I had a shower and I felt it, it 10 times better. And, and and it did blow over, you know. And it was, was that as bad as it, as, as it got, Rory? I mean, did, 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 did it ever get abusive outside of that? Like, did, did, did people, I mean, we all know, with, with, with that a big following you got, it's got to be a, a segment of that which was just nasty, isn't it? Just people... Yeah, like, like there's a lot of scumbags out there and that's the only way to describe the people like if you don't like something that is fine like you know but save that conversation for a bar stool or for your house you don't need to go online and like yeah. i think the caroline flack situation really highlighted that that something needs to change like like i did the world we live in now Anyone can get a fake a Twitter account and basically text anyone in the world, and it's up for them to see it or not. Yeah. Um. And I like I would consider myself fairly thick skinned You know, I would like I wouldn't be in this game if I wasn't. But the likes of my sister and my and my mom would be wouldn't it be as 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 thick? And they were hurt over this. Like you know, they were like this. Like why are they calling you this? What's wrong with people? And 
my sister gets very agitated and awfully seeing them. I swear to God, I go for them, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, but Carol, you, 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 that's just the world we live in. Yeah, and, yeah. and I've had a few hairy ones since. That was definitely the worst. But I think in hindsight, the best thing I ever done was I didn't back down. I didn't put up an apology saying, you know, I, I you know, I didn't mean to offend anyone. Because funny enough, we were out in the hinge that evening having dinner, and there was a couple at the bar, and they go, "Oh, go man, Rory, geez, your video yesterday was gas." Myself and the missus were laughing our heads off, and I couldn't allow my mind to say, "Look at this fella saying it was good to my face." Is all I could think about was the online abuse, and that's the the human brain. We always think a negative for some yeah. strange reason, you know. I mean, once um, once the the listener base, and I know in my own circle, they get I mean, the videos get shared around. I mean, they. The, the, it's always the time and myself myself and Nicola's wife Nicola we, we said that's what we always comment on how quick you must be sitting on the fucking couch and as soon as something happens in that world in, in the nine years you're nearly it feels like you're out you have the video lined up and it's gone I mean where does that come from are you are you sort of thinking that way that when something happens or you see something you see something going on in society that bang I'm going to get on that or is it more you wait and see how things plan out we're always amazed by how quick and how on point them videos are yeah, well, I suppose it's, you know, I have a very addictive personality, you know, and that's why gambling was obviously not good for me. Like, um, so I, I, like most, I suppose, successful people, I find it hard to switch off. Like, and mm. whenever like there is anything happening, like my mind, as you can imagine, goes a hundred mile an hour. Like even that recent skit I've done. To reacting to Leo Badkar's speech with me and my, my kids on the couch and we all lost the plot like like I I suppose Jesus I can hear him there now like, I, I like I suppose I was there waiting with the camera and the minute Leo Badkar stopped speaking we were all and it was I, I even that morning I'd film the reaction so I had them clips done and then the minute Leo Badkar said what I needed him to say boom put it into my head or bang bang online and I suppose you have to just be on the ball with, with social media because minutes are, are huge. It's, if there's breaking news, like people go to their phone and if you're there, bang, you know, it just flies. Like, and that's what I learned over time. Like, yeah, you, you, you touched on, on the book there. I'd imagine this time has given you a bit, a bit of a chance to sort of sit down and I suppose, have time with the book. What's, what's, what's your idea of, of, of this book? I mean, what's, what's the, what's the general story going to be? Um, yeah, so uh, the first book I done was the the guide to the GA, which obviously was a humor uh, stocking filler. Went very well, and then I done the I done one the following year, guide to being Irish, which was a similar uh, kind of a comedy book, like which both went very well. So I took last year off, and I Gail was Gail the publisher was saying you should do another book about whatever, and I just I didn't have the hunger for a comedy book. So basically, the book where we went for, which is my story, pretty much like. Um, so it's 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 um, it, we're actually handing it in now next week, so it's pretty much there. So it's basically about education when I was growing up, and I was one of these lads that got kicked out of class uh, every day, misunderstood in school. Like it wasn't that I was a, a real bollocks; I just was too hyper for school. Yeah. And I know for a fact that a lot of building builders can relate to me. And whenever I talk on site, they're like, "I was like, I just had no attention span in school, like no interest in learning." Yeah. Um, you know, and, and when, when you don't want to learn, you, you generally get kicked out of class because you're distracting everyone else. And that was my school days. And like what what I what I uh, am advocate about is that no no child should be kicked out of class. If you are, you should be sent somewhere else where someone can say, is everyone OK with you? No one knows what goes on behind closed doors at home. And 
I'm very passionate about that. Like, and I've done LCA myself, and I visit a lot of schools and talk to the students, and they feel that because I'm in outreach or because I don't LCA, I've nothing going for me. And, and I want to banish that. I want to be the proof. Like, you know, and listen, I can't spell, and I have fucking two, potentially three best-selling books, and that's why I feel the book is good time. And so it's it's a very honest story. Like, I, 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 I wrote it with Dermot Crow from the Sun Independent because. Yes, I can write a book myself, which I proved, but I think a book like this needed to be done by a professional. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm really happy with it. like it's 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 very very interesting. Like people will relate to like stuff I done in school should have been expelled. You know, uh, I talk very much passionately and honestly about dealing with depression and mental health and about the importance of sport and that in your life. So no, it's it's I'm really excited to be honest with you about it. Like, when you hoping to have it done now? Uh, it, it should be on the shelves around kind of towards the end of September, early October. Yeah, lovely. Um, so that, that's I mean, the plan that, with it. That, that point you're making about skill is like I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I on junior cert educated, but would have went on to do okay. And school, yeah. school would have to- told me they would have told me at the time you're you're a failure. You're you're up to nothing. You're you're going to be nothing. You're up to nothing. It was just that I didn't fit into that system. I didn't. I, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna line into this point system and study to get these points. I didn't know what all that meant, and it, I just wasn't built for school. I'd say, but like I suppose what I've gone on and done since school, I actually I'm fairly proud of. And I'm sure that I'll be able to go yeah. back. And uh, I, yeah, no, I did. I come out. I'm with you on hundred percent on that. Some people aren't built for school. Some people are, and I think the system is set up that you should be. And if you're not, you're deemed as this type of failure. Whereas you know that's only that section of, of your life, and sure. What kid knows what they want to do with 14, 15, anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, so you know. Which on that, yeah. I mean, the, the only thing you touched on there was the, you know, the, the, you're also the ambassador, safety ambassador for the COEF. I mean, you've been doing toolbox talks around mental health there. I mean, what do you think, sort of in construction, and bring this back to construction just slightly for a second, What, what what's your opinion? I've been in there now for a while. How do you think the lads take to you coming in, speaking openly about mental health? Because traditionally, lads in construction it's just not a subject we're going to talk about yeah how how's that being received um i suppose extremely positive will be the way to describe it um because every every talk i've done um i've had at least one or two lads either come up to me directly after the talk in private or else message me on social media and and spill spill their heart out and like because I, 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 I like now I'm not a builder. Like I was an apprentice electrician for two years. It didn't work out for me. I've laboured on building sites. I, I, my best mate owns his own block lane company. I know, I know that I know the characters are dealing with, and I, I know that, you know, when I'm going into this site, I'm not coming in as a as a PhD Trinity head with a load of fucking squiggles at the end of my CV. Like I'm just coming in as an honest fella saying, listen, lads, this is the crack. I struggle with gambling. I ask for help. Uh, I still struggle, but I exercise. I, I mind when I'm on the beer. All these kind of stuff. And yeah, the feedback has been really good because there is there there has been for a long time the macho man type of yeah. attitude on sites where you know ah what the fuck's wrong with him? He needs to kick up the hole. That kind of attitude. And I'm trying to break that down and say, listen, I was the big strong fella myself and played football and you know. You know, not many people would would, would would take me on that kind of thing, but I he can still suffer with depression and be that fella, you know what I mean? And that's like a fella I done a talk in Kinsale and a fella put his hand up and said, I just wanna say, yeah, 
I suffered depression. I, I've been on medication for about a year and a half. I'm about two weeks off medication and I feel pretty good. But if we need to go back into medication, I will. And I just said straight away, give that man a round of applause. This man was in his 50s, like, and there was young lads there in their early 20s probably going, well, if he, if he can say it and he's meant to be the old skill, I should be able to say it. And that's why I'm kind of very proud about doing these talks and sites because I do know that every talk at least one fella walks away and kind of questions himself and that's that's job done, you know. Hugely important. I mean, the lads are going to be streaming back towards sites next week and who fucking knows what they've been going through the last six weeks when they've been locked up at home. So, I mean, I think now more than ever that conversation needs to be put out there uh, strongly. Uh, can't see your time, Roddy. You've been coming with us. What? What's 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 your vision? What's your company vision as well? If you talk about companies and what business are trying to deal with me, your your own personal brand there. Where where do you see this going? Um, if the truth be told, like my main my main aim is to start is to be a director director of films. That's that's where my goal is. Um, I've said that for a few years now. Like I'd love to. Like I'm a big fan of the likes of the Snapper and the Van, which I'm sure you are yourself. It's yeah. Irish classics and. I just, I just feel I have the experience. Not now, like don't get me wrong. I'm, this could be five, ten years, but I feel the life I've lived and what I've learned so far in social media, making these sketches, understanding what people are finding funny around and finding funny. I'd love to, I'd love to direct an Irish film that would rival the likes of the Snapper, where people can watch the film, laugh, cry, and everything in between. You know what I mean? I'd love to make a, a film you know, based on obviously humour, but a, a real mental health twist to it as well. Real life, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and 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 that's where my goal is. Uh, I'll continue making the videos for now and, and the books and the shows, but, you know, TV show obviously, yeah, will be, will be, will be good now, but I do believe a lot of the young audience are all social media heads. And, and you know, I was only saying to mom the other day, like, I'm lucky that during the lockdown, I've been doing a video every day that's been re that's getting minimum two, three hundred thousand views. Like, and there's not too many TV shows that do that on a daily basis, you know. So, I don't know if there's any need for me to push towards the likes of the RT or or TV three. Yeah, I'd be interested in talks, but I've built everything I have myself. Like, you know what I mean? And and. Yeah. and I, I trust in my own good feeling, you know. So just keep doing that. Like, it's a beautiful thing. The internet has removed the middleman. You know, we don't. Yeah. Like, I mean, we talk go back a, a previous generation. You would have had to go to them stations and try and find your way, and you would have had to go to the local comedy show and try and build your way up. But the beautiful thing with the internet is it's re completely removed that middleman where we can do. I'm, I'm in a internet business myself, and I love it. I love the fact that I don't have to answer to someone else. We can build something on the internet and just go and do it. Uh, I have to say thanks you've given me a fucking laugh a half over the last few weeks when, when I need it in this house and I'm sure that goes for every Irish uh, family around the country you will be remembered for that I'm, I'm confident that I think people always look back when they're locking their gaff and they're getting a video a day and crying laughing at that so from, from behalf of myself and behalf of other people that listen thanks for that uh, for the one person that's probably listening that hasn't heard or seen your stories where can they find them? Yeah, I suppose Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all the usual kind of kind of YouTube, YouTube. They're all in YouTube, and that everyone knows YouTube. That's probably the easiest bet, like you know. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, I appreciate them words, and like you know, I I am cautious that we are in in a pandemic, and nurses and doctors are 
you know, and, and don't get me wrong, Tesco workers, super value workers are working, are working their arses off. So I take it upon myself. My job is to make people laugh. And I just feel that it's up to me to work hard as well. Like as these to try and give people a bit of a bright giggle. And, and as I said, hopefully, hopefully, you know, when things go back to normal, I, I might sell a few, uh, shows that people can come and have a laugh in, in real life as they say like. yeah no absolutely keep it up Rory and there's absolutely no doubt that that film will be there I'm sure of it absolutely sure of it so keep it up we're screaming laughing here so please keep it up Rory thanks for your time really appreciate it no brother Kieran. thank you cheers thank you